You're listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Speaking of great people, let's move on to our next hero. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Uh, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. I mean, what 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 can you say? I mean, it, nothing. It, Podcast over. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, every everyone knows she's great, so it's just like obvious. Well, we start we start off with the the, the same question I asked uh, uh, Wendy was, what's the first thing you think of when you think of Tina Fey? Smart. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's a great one. Yeah. Super smart. You know that that's the first thing I think of. She's super smart and funny, and has wielded that together. Into it's, a beautiful career. It's a smart that is charming. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like it's not like those people who are who are s- smart and dicks about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's an, it's an, she has an endearing intelligence where you're like, yeah, that's that's good. You know what yeah. I, I like a lot about Tina Fey is that she worked the system. Mm-hmm. Like enough, she yeah. she knows it's a patriarchy. She knows it's a it's a male dominated society that uh, you know treasures a woman's beauty over her intelligence. Like, if you remember when she first got on Saturday Night Live, if you ever seen pictures of her from Second City, like, she was, you know, pretty plump. She had short hair, very butch-style hair, and she wasn't what you would call traditionally attractive. But then, like, when she started getting into the entertainment world, she was like, all right, I'm not going to be taken seriously until people want to fuck me. And then she, she got thin, she got she became one of the... Uh, you, use, you use what you have, you know... So, I don't know if that it's, is that how the story goes. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. Is that like a, a real I, thing? I, I, I genuinely don't know. I'm taking his word for it because he's holding his phone open <laughs> and reading stuff. I, I, I just I I don't know that. I think I disagree with you a little bit that she worked the system. In my opinion, she is extremely talented and a hard worker, and that was like an override. Did that just make you mad that he he wrote off her hard work and accomplishments? No, 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 I'm not, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying she. she <laughs> Damn it! She's one of the hardest working people that's ever been in show. No, no, no. Not that ever. it would make, but it, it is kind of a. an I mean, if it was true, it, it wouldn't be unreasonable. It's not like it's outlandish to assume that someone would would work the system. But mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm not saying like she like pulled a fast one on anybody, but yeah. she realized what she had to work with. Right. But she is, she is what like her and Amy Poehler, right? Are are this kind of um, the the spokeswomen for for like Amy Poehler has the the smart girls thing yeah, uh, yeah. program that she has, and and Tina Fey's written the books about like uh, or, or like the whole Mean Girls thing that the Queen Bees Queen, and Wannabes, right? Yeah. Like she about uh, girl like teaching young girls to for to be to pride intelligence and value themselves and all these very, very positive. Sure. Things without contrasting it against a male-dominated kind of yeah, principle. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this is separate from all this other stuff. This is how it should be, yeah. which I think is, is is very important. But then again, we're both guys who don't have that. We're outsiders to that viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So when you see someone who is a woman, funny, smart, uh, succeeding, does that does that how does that motivate you? Oh no, I I just again you know I think that that her being just smart and a hard worker just was like the override for everything you know people in entertainment all of us okay I'm sure we've had the thoughts about oh my age you know getting into because people think for some reason you have to be like 22 to make it in comedy and I I I remember those thoughts creeping into my mind but I would always be like that's but that's not a thing and I don't think that was ever a thing with Tina Fey it was just like this is what I do. I'm going to be funny. It's going to be quality work. This is like how I write, and uh, to me, that is always king. Or well, queen. That was nice. That was a good. That was like the urethra pee hole turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the. But what I was going to say is that it, it's because that's how it is in comedy. But that's not how it is everywhere else. Like to be a an actress to a breaking actress, you don't see. Actresses breaking in their forties. You don't see. No, I think you, they do. I just think but, we but don't the, pay I'm talking about the, in terms of pop culture, like yeah. uh, like music, re- like recording artists, yeah. like pop singers and all that stuff are always literally in their teens. They're always yeah. like because yeah. they're the most marvelous. That, that's who consumes. That's who consumes. So mm-hmm. the with with comedy and, uh, uh, and and you know she started in in improv and sketch. There's there's that idea that it doesn't really matter what you. Like, like it's not about uh, visual because you're creating everything 
in the moment. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you're literally creating everything regardless of what you look like, regardless of who's playing the role, because it's all yeah. kind of... Well, that's what I, why I love comedy, you yeah. know? Comedy, the, the thing with laughter is if you're going to laugh at something, anything, doesn't have to be stand-up, but anything that you're, that's going to make you laugh, do you take a moment to stop and go... What gender is that? What what ethnicity is that? No. What what age is? That? You don't do any of that. If something's funny, it's funny across the board. What is that whole science? I, I think there is like some people do put up walls to prevent. Like I know some some like really shoveless dudes like will not. Yeah, watch who care about those people? Yeah, I don't yeah. know that person's a fan anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. so, I'm like okay. You're not like you're not like trying to convert people. Not at all. I don't care. Where it's like yeah, people who see. Well, you're not going to convert that guy anyway. You know, it's yeah. that, that guy who's like oh, these broads in. What's that Dia Von T's quote where she says, you could be the juiciest, sweetest peach, but there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like peaches? Um, you ever hear that quote? Oh, well, that's yeah. I don't know that quote. But I love yeah. that quote. It's a great quote. Yeah, yeah. I like peaches. I do, yeah. <laughs> now you said juicy peaches. I'm like, eh. I like juice. Mm. I think I love face off. I love presidency of the United States of America. That was a love quotes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I love quotes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love when people repeat other things that it tells oh, people. Oh, man. You can quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I'm gonna make a meme. Oh. <laughs> I love quotes. Not, not, even things, not even things people say. I literally love the little dashes. Right. <laughs> the quotation marks. I love this. The punctuation. Yeah. I love punctuation. If you look at Lisa's keyboard, that those two buttons are just, <laughs> just worn, worn the out. fuck yeah. out. Yeah, yeah completely yeah, rubbed off completely. Yep. Um, <laughs> when when you got into Tina Fey, had you already started doing comedy or acting or something like that? Wait, or did you yeah. like her after? Like, did you oh. already begin comedy or road to Ooh, comedy? I don't know. That's a good question. Or did it coincide with each other? Well, you, I, well, I can't remember. F- <laughs> how did you find out about? It's been so long. <laughs> but like everybody, I assume you think you found Tina Fey. Age is nothing but a number. Oh shit! I forgot where everything's, everything's fuzzy. Everything's just like watercolor. Literally, everything's fuzzy on my body. <laughs> <laughs> Your lip. Mostly. Uh, you know, it has never stopped growing. But <laughs> yeah. well, she was Italian. So. Uh, I was there the first time Lisa was on stage. That's a true story. You were? I was. You were there the first night? It was, it was your comedy class graduation, oh. I think. And it was the Fort Lauderdale Improv. Yeah. And you did a joke where you said it was, uh, looking back, so kind of racist. Super racist. Where she was like, something about era <laughs> women, and she like flipped up her... her Almost yeah. kind of like Eric Myers doing the Beavis and Butthead thing. Right. Yeah. And she was like, la, 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 la. Yeah, I, it was something about... Uh, what? It, yeah. It, it was, it was yes. super racist. It killed. Too. No, it destroyed. <laughs> it destroyed. Yeah. It destroyed. I, I stopped doing it because I was like, this is racist. And and people were like, when are you going to do that joke again? Like, people would like have a physical reaction to it, like falling out. Like requesting what, it a was, joke. Shouting uh, out like okay, flavor. All right, I'm going to butcher my own terrible joke, but it was something about uh, <clears throat> how the war is different from any other war because this is the first time our boys are going overseas and... And they're this not is back cheating. in uh, 1943. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they're right. not yeah, yeah. in the 40s. Uh, <laughs> they're not cheating on their wives, you know. That was the setup. That was the setup because, uh, because, oh, because right. people don't think of, of Iraqi women and they're like, ooh, jihadis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first punchline. Boy, did it hit. Yeah. <laughs> jihadis. And then Jesus I was like, and I was like, it's, it's not like there's a run on the uh, Iraqi hookers. And then I took my, I would have to wear a black hoodie to do this joke I'd flip it over my head I'd flip it over my head and I'd go I love you long time and now uh, and people were like oh shit oh shit like flipping tables like you had to close with it because people laughed so hard at it and I was like this doesn't feel right (laughs) and so I substituted that for jokes that did not get laughs like that ever I've uh, never had a joke that strong to this day ah uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man that's crazy but that it's was my first time on stage yeah. oh my god that's, that's crazy so funny. I was I saw you Will before I had even started comedy oh really I was just like I really wanted to get into comedy so I started going to open mics to watch and I remember you were at like the first mic I ever just saw. Because I had only been doing comedy like less than six months when I saw you on stage. Oh, so that yeah. must have been like right before. You were at the West Palm Improv. Okay. Open started, mic night. You, you had together. a shirt that said college. 
yeah. across the front. And he like was so cute. I mean, not like he looks now. He was so cute. No, <laughs> not how he looks now. I was adorable. He was hot. All the girls were like, yeah. from your school were like huddled around you. Yeah. I'm like, he how was old cute were you kid. when you started? Well, 18. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, adorable. I was like straight out of. When? Uh, yeah. Compton? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, straight, straight out of high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and you were, as a theater kid, you had all of the little theater girls coming out to your yeah. open mics? Yeah. Fuck, that's a good tactic. Shit. Then yeah. I worked at a restaurant, so I like, got all the restaurant employees come out. I used to bring like and 70 people. And I remember you did great. I was yeah. like, okay, of the people I saw tonight, they were mostly horrible. I remember like Will was really good. There were a couple others. But, yeah. but you know, like some of the characters that are in that local South Florida comedy scene, oh, yeah, yeah. like the classic characters. Man, why are you Steve Pickle? Yeah, it was like Pickle, and then like uh, and uh, Steve Strobridge Steve was like Strobridge. hosting it with the oh. Spider-Man shirt. <laughs> I, have to, I have a real quick it's sort of thing. I got so angry the other day thinking about Steve Strobridge. Uh, it's, Why? Yeah, this is a dude who doesn't even do comedy anymore because uh, Kevin Hart was on uh, like Conan or something. I was watching it at, on my phone, and uh, uh, Katie, my, my wife, goes. Uh, Oh man, Kevin Hart's so funny. And I was like, you know what? I opened for him once. And she was like, what? And I did. He was like, the uh, the first guy I hosted for was Jay Oakerson. Right. And the feature uh-huh. was Kurt Metzger, which just blows my mind uh-huh. that I think about that. Awesome. But the second uh, guy I hosted for was Kevin Hart. And it was the New York Comedy Club. And they called me in and uh, they said, do you want to host for Kevin Hart? And I knew Kevin Hart because the Comedy Central presents and stuff. Yeah. So I go in. And it was great. And he, you know, I did my set. And afterwards, he sat down and talked to me. Talked about, you know, got to get more personal with your jokes. Put your own life oh. into your jokes. He was great. He was a super nice dude. And uh, Spank Horton was his feature. It was a great time. And then uh, it was like the Friday Late Show ended. And the, the club manager, his name, Rob, was that his name? Mm-hmm. He came up and he goes, Hey, um... Hmm. Steve Strobridge wants to do the rest of the weekend, so you're not coming back tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, and I was like, this is the first time. Do we blame Steve for this or Rob? Rob, that the manager <laughs> at that club, by the way, asked me to blow him, and in, in exchange for a guest set at the New uh, York Comedy Club in that Boca. Dude is the yeah. He invited me, Jay Ogres, and Kurt Metzger to go to a porn party to watch porn. Yeah. And Jay Ogres is like, I'm not going to watch porn with, with you. With a man. bunch of people. But then, uh, so then, like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving the club, and I'm just like, oh, I'm not gonna host tomorrow. And, like, it was just, I was just, like, so, like, destroyed on the inside, and, like, Kevin Hart was outside, and he goes, hey, man, great job tonight. I'm gonna see you tomorrow, right? And I go, yeah, man, I'll see you tomorrow. And then I just kept walking. Tear. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I think, I, I think I was, like, tearing up on the drive home. Uh-huh. And then, like, and then I told that story to Katie, I was like, fucking Steve Strobridge. <laughs> Goddamn. He stole a joke from me. Did he? And then didn't talk to me. Was he like? I confronted him about the joke. Okay, at the time there, there was this infomercial uh, for the Ab Lounge, uh. and I had a whole long bit about it. Oh, okay. Remember we did this gig together, the gig that Steve Strobridge booked that tsunami benefit outdoors. Oh, that okay. Was terrible. All right, terrible. There's gonna be kids there, right? So yeah. Steve was like, "Email me all your bits word for word, so I can approve them." I emailed him my bits, which he then stole and started doing them on stage. Okay. He gave so, him a script. So, so the one, the one that, he, that I knew about that he was doing was about the ab lounge. And it was just like very observational. It was like, how do you have a piece of exercise equipment with the word lounge in it? Like, what does it have? A cup holder for your beer? Like, it had all like punchlines like that. Yep. And uh, it sounds too comfortable for me. Uh, it's like I'm gonna work out in the lazy boy chair. It's like all like lines like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I really like the joke. That's that's like I like stuff like that, you know. And uh, he stole <laughs> the whole thing like word for word, and he's doing it. And of course, people are gonna tell me that. Yeah. You know. So so I emailed him. I was like, hey, you know, I, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt too. I'm like, nah, they, that can't be. You yeah. can't have done that. Yeah. Like like. Like, it had to be like a subconscious word, thing. Yeah. It had to be subconsciously that he just thought he thought of it, right? So I'm like, hey, I heard you were doing joke. If you remember, uh, I, I kind of do that joke. Like, the same joke. Yeah. And he was like, oh, ho, ho, like, my bad, kind of a response. All right, so then he was still doing it, and someone told me. Um, and so I emailed him, uh, you're not still doing that joke, are you, Steve? 
and uh, then you just blocked me on all social media after that point. Uh, <laughs> you just blocked me because I was I just simply asked him if he was doing it. <laughs> the, the block, the block is the ultimate admission of guilt. Yeah. When you're all of a sudden you're like, well, I guess you can never interact on a social ever again. You're done. You're dead to me. I think forever. that is the greatest version of la la la. It is. That la la la. Any ex that I've broken up with, that I'm like, eh, she probably blocked them completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just uh, never yeah. want to deal with it again. You believe that crap? That's cool. Uh, so Tina Fey is great. Yeah, no, wait. <laughs> again, what can you say about Tina Fey yeah. people don't already know? She's well, awesome. Yes, what is, we uh, know. But what about the the new new show that people are raving about? I've only seen I, the first two episodes. Oh my gosh, I I love it for so many reasons. It's really it's very mean, funny. It's well written. Funny. I just watched it. Yeah, the you know what else I personally love about it? Sadly is how much I identify with Kimmy Schmidt, who's been in a bunker for 15 years. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, I I relate to everything that's happening to her like I've been in a bunker. Because I, I kind of led a, a sheltered life. Yeah. yeah. You know, until I, I started comedy, it was where I kind of finally started experiencing things and traveling places and right, you know, right. going places and doing yeah. things. and Realizing how fucked up people are. We were like, wow, Jesus Christ, this is yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, Forrest calls me a, a foreign exchange student all the time. Because, like, <laughs> like, I've never used an ATM machine. Like, there's things like that that he can't... You've never rest. used an ATM machine? Yeah. Or yeah. an ATM, I should say? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, the things, like, like he'll discover that he can't believe that I've... I, yeah, I still haven't used an ATM machine. Well... I, I have. I used it for someone else. John Panette needed money one day and he are gave you, me his card and his pin and I was like, okay. Are you see. fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, I, like, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm just, having trouble realizing that, like, that's a, that's a legit thing. You've never used an ATM. That's true. I will get money though out at like CVS when they're like, you want some money back? Uh, I was I like, wait, there. I just can't wrap my head around. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I didn't, I, didn't was, I didn't think that was a weird thing until he pointed it out and other people, when he says it to other people, they're like, What? But now that you know you have access to this technology, (laughs) you're still like, no, I'm afraid of that machine. I'm not afraid of it. I just never felt like I needed it. I always have cash. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm always flush with cash. I get it all. I like how you're so fucking Italian. I got it in cash. I got it in my hump with the gold and the jazz board. Yeah, yeah, I am an ATM machine. Let me get some cash in my fitty pit. Need some money? <laughs> I, I know. It's, Isn't it's that weird? interesting, Kimmy Schmidt. Like, because that came out the exact same time you moved to New York. So not only is she. So has- not only has she been living in a bunker like you have apparently, <laughs> uh, but she's also experiencing like New York City, like living in here for the first. Well, I mean, and, you're, and, you're and if you watch it when she like the, her first day running around New York, that she's amazed by the subway, like yeah. that definitely was totally me. Like, look at me, I'm an adult. Like, even though I'm originally from Long Island. Even like my <laughs> listen for, for eight months or whatever. Eighteen months. Belmont, Nassau, <laughs> Nassau Hospital, Mineola. Do you know? Do you even know where that is? Or that's just like a, something you've memorized. I know Could you point to it on a map? Precisely where it is, because maps have voids on them. <laughs> <laughs> it said, was a hot eighteen months in Elmont. Thank God we escaped to Florida. <laughs> I got away from the weather, but not this accent. We fled. We fled. <laughs> I would love if you just slipped into like Boston accent right now. No, you know what? Here's the sad, sad truth. I had a New York accent until I was about 10 years old. Even though and uh, all my home movies are just this, these, me and my brothers. We're just these little New Yorkers. But my dad actually worked it out of us because he used to say it doesn't sound intelligent to have the New York accent. And yeah. uh, he'd always correct our pronunciations. He can't pronu- still can't pronounce some words. But uh, Did your parents have New York accents? Oh, they definitely did. But the, but my dad just actively worked it That's out That's funny because like, my mom was like from this area too. So occasionally like I'll say something and it sounds almost New York. But I'm, you know, I've never lived in New York before. Yeah. But I think it's great that it's like that nature you, versus you'll, nurture. You'll say, so, you'll so say so stuff easy. every now and again where I'm like, oh, did you pick that up here? Because you no, sound New York. I'll, go, I'll slip into the, either like a New York accent or like a like an Ebonics accent once in a while. Well, no, no I'm talking about like when you're not trying. Ebonics? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I'll, wow. I'll, I'll, I'll so a lot 90s. of stuff with yo. I know, yeah. It's very does. like 1997. Yeah, Ebonics. I'll say yo. You got Ebonics from the uh, class I'm teaching in the inner city. <laughs> trying to save these kids, yo. I'll, I'll slip into like an axe. He's sitting I'll on the like, chair backwards. Talking to the kids. Yeah. You say, can I ax 
asks you a question. Occasionally, like my mom, like was from like you know New England, New York area, so she hmm. absolutely hated that. Just probably like your parents did. Where I'll say like, oh, fun, I'm gonna do that type of stuff because I grew up like. In black schools, so I kind of picked it but up. But Axe is like one of the. Yeah, let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the guy a question. I that I can't even imagine that would come. Uh, that's like that hurts my ears. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm not from here because that's not especially a mother. since the Axe was in his penis earlier. Yeah. Oh, hello. My <laughs> penis was the Axe. You guys totally missed the whole thing. My penis was the Axe. I was dressed like the no. You were what thing. was happening earlier, and since you're gonna bring it up, I wasn't gonna say anything. So the first rule of improv is uh, yes, yes, yes. And. and so the original joke that got a big laugh was when I said, uh, "Did you so you dressed your dick up in a flannel and stuck it in the audition room like right. through a glory hole?" So we were all working on that because that was funny. <laughs> I know, I know and Lisa was like, "And then you're gonna put an axe in your urethra." So that's what we were working on. And you were trying to be dignified, and you said, "Nope, I was." lumberjack and my yeah. wiener was the axe and we were like nope no, nope. no, no, no. Ah. First not Foiled this again. story line you tried, to, you tried to riff on your own to have some dignity if anything your penis should be the tree because it's wood right yeah, fair enough say all right look fuck you you piece of shit all right everybody come up with five suggestions for what my dick should be <laughs> yeah uh, in will's mouth <laughs> you stole mine <laughs> Two votes. Um, uh, no, so where I was going with the, the whole Elmon thing. Jeez. Hey, all right, focus, everybody. We got a hot mic. We got a hot crowd. Uh, let's focus this Long Island Railroad right into the city. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, so uh, you know, so I still have all my relatives here. You know, they're in Long Island and whatever. And whenever I would hang out with them, that would come out because that's how they talk they right. all talk like that so it would come out when I would talk to them now here it's a, it's useless like it just keeps coming in and out you know oh and I love it yeah yeah it's great and then I and then I make it even worse because it's funny gonna be like, are, you, are you making fun of me you know right like, no not at all and then yeah 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 so, so and then all my old school relatives you know they won't even take the subway because like when my family fled uh, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> New York was very different then I don't okay you make it sound like it's, it was like communist Germany New York was very different. It was dangerous. People were getting murdered left and right. There was like porn shops everywhere. And, uh, you know, well, I was born in 75. You know, I just turned 40 the other day. And, uh, looking good. That blows my mind. That blows my mind. Well, I I think that I don't look 40 because every other woman lies about her age. So (laughs) that's why, like, really, this is what 40 looks like, everybody. Um, But yeah, so now me riding the subway, my cousins are like, why are you riding the subway? Lisa, what the heck? You're going to get killed. And I'm like, no, it's it's not so bad. Now it's great. And I'm like all excited, like, Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> like, like, they, I'm they, like, think it's like, they think it's to like Warriors where there's like just a train full of graffiti and you're just kind of sitting yeah. there like... Meanwhile, there's like Snapple ads. Yeah. Right? Not that it's super <laughs> yeah. safe now either, but from like when the time from yeah, when my no, family uh, yeah, moved, no, totally you know, good. to now, it's like my... Like, my cousins won't take the subway. They've been living in New York their whole lives. They'll drive into the city and do stuff and, you know, park and spend all the money and whatever. And that's that's how they live. They will not take the subway. So me, I'm like, look how adult I am. Woo! (laughs) I'm such an adult! Woo! Yeah, so, and I show up to New York in the middle of blizzards and stuff like that, and I'm like, this is awesome! Even though I was was really cold, but I'm still like, this is so great to be in New York! Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, like Will and I, we, we, uh, there's always a moment where we're, if we're complaining about something or whatever, that we have to. I'll, I'll stop and I'll be like, "Hey, this is like a scene from a movie." Because they would put the camera here yeah. and put. We were like arguing about something or talking about something in like by Elizabeth Washington Square Park, and we're like talking about heavy shit. I went through a breakup, all this stuff, and we're like in Washington Square Park with the lit up arch in the background, and we're like, "Wait a minute, time out," because it's still fucking cool to be in the New York, in New York yeah, City. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's, like lo- there's a lot of people who lose that that kind of like uh, like sense wonder, you know that sense well, yeah, of Well, yeah, I think uh, anyone who lives here is surprisingly optimistic. Now, a lot of people wouldn't say that, but the optimism comes from there's a lot of terrible things about this city, right. <laughs> and we really try to focus on the good things. You, you know, wow, well, there's great food here. You know, yeah. there's some yeah. some fantastic museums and some cool things like Times Square is cool even though it's full of tourists it's a neat thing though right. I always know? say that it's that it's Central because Park. Every, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> so, I always say that it's because uh, a lot of people here don't drive Statue of Liberty we just gave everything <laughs> <laughs> Statue of Liberty Empire State Building um, Chrysler Building 
I think it's interesting that uh, <laughs> that even though Tina Fey is not the star, she's not uh, in uh, directly in. She's she's in. Uh, yeah, that's a spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not the. She's not a main character. Yeah, yeah. Even though she's not the main focus of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, she still has that that essence because oh, it's, it's very so similar. Tina Fey. It's yeah. so similar to Thirty Rock. It is the writing, Re- is... like the pacing, the, yeah. the style. Agreed. It's so similar. But even with that, it still resonates with you. Did you still did you find or discover Tina Fey through Saturday Night Live like everybody else? I honestly I don't remember. Because <laughs> really remember what what? Because she well know. she ran the update desk for yeah. a long time. She was it head, must have she been was, Saturday Night Live. It had to be. It had to have been. She was head writer for such a long time. That uh, yeah. And she was like a driving force of that show. When at its like, and it was like uh, during one, you know, there's like it was peaks one of the peaks because that was Will Ferrell and yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was there during like the like one of the peak times. She's probably one of the reasons. Yeah, why the I, I wish I could say something cool like oh, I remember the moment it was raining outside. Do you have? Uh, do you have? Yeah, a, I can't remember. Do you but have a Tina Fey story like Wendy hmm. has a Marla Singer story? Just that my brother thinks he could date Tina Fey. Oh God! Oh, so right. Wait a minute. <laughs> my brother Mike. He's like, hey, uh, Tina. With, with his safari hand. Exactly. He's like, uh, <laughs> I so love great. my brother more than like, like he he's uh, he's like, hey, is Tina Fey single? I'm like, what? I don't know why. And I was sitting there with my daughter, and she and I just looked at each other like, what? What do you mean is she single? How I'm long like, ago why? Was this? I don't know. Not that long ago. And, <laughs> she's like uh, married with kids. Yeah. No, no. This is my other brother. I have two brothers. No, I mean no, like Tina, Tina Fey is married. With oh yeah, Tina Fey is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I. I I don't think she's sing- you know well you know find out I'm like what why huh? <laughs> <laughs> you live at home with mom and dad so do I but it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you it's like go, go find out it's like how would you capitalize on that information <laughs> if you had it but then yeah. he but then he was like well she's not even really my type anyway <laughs> but just in case I maybe want to go on a date with her or something I'm like what world it's adorable confidence is guard. great did you did you uh, that's, that's I, I think that's really funny but did you um emulate her in any way did you try and like copy anything that she does oh gosh I you know what I try not to be a copycat with anything uh, but, or even something that you found out but, afterwards but, but I feel like it's just inspirational exactly what I said in the beginning the work ethic oh okay. and just you know funny overrides everything yeah it's what gonna I, override whatever shit whatever sleazy club owners it's gonna override not getting booked where you want to get booked if you can at the end of the day be funny i feel like things will at some point work out hopefully yes. or i'm gonna kill myself that's way, yeah. that's way too optimistic that is way uh, listen i've been suicidal I've, I've been depressed on and off i and i i, I need a little bit of optimism you just put yeah. in your copy at date night, and you're like, that's my girl. Watch, like, Wendy gets really successful and starts to turn away. And you turn into Marla Singer. Like, you turn into, like, stealing clothes from a I'm going to, like, uh, pop out of the gutter and just, like, with a knife and, like, slash her ankle. Just <laughs> 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 How dare you forget about me? <laughs> no way. No, Good. we're buddies. Yeah, we're going to... I think but, our... Yeah, our... so we're Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. <laughs> Oh, you no, get, Wendy and I a, love each other so much. You guys should disgusting. have a comedy duo name. like Wendy and Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I, it's funny because I, I don't know if you notice that. When you refer to us, you say Wendy and Lisa. And when I write stuff out, I write Lisa and Wendy. Aww. We both always put the other person's name first, always. So that's like like people trying to get, like, oh, no, after you. No, after you, you have to understand, Wendy and I think the other is so funny. Yeah. And our comedy's so different, and we just crack each other up all the time, and yeah. we think of the funniest scenarios together, and then we write them down. We're like, this is going to so be a sketch. It's so great to be a... doing it in person, because we normally do it on the phone. We would do this on the phone all the time, coast to coast, oh. and just sit on the phone, and then we just, like, we just ideas. talk, and just complain, and just laugh, and be like, laughing so hard that we're crying. And now it's like, we just, we, like, this notebook is like... Now we're in the kitchen crying and, like, writing I, stuff down. This is, great. since I've been here... For like two days, this is oh, just like wow, that's great. Writing See, out. that's the difference between Will and I. We will we will do all of this and then not write any of it. Yeah, down. so these are just like scripts, <laughs> sketches, and then this is sketch ideas. We were like, okay, let's figure out what which is going to be a sketch, what's going to be a sketch within a sketch. So we right. have like we have like three different kind of projects going on that we're going to start writing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But today was like, oh, so there'll be a break because we had yeah, a good we, show. We, last so, we're working so hard writing for that that show. Have you guys had the discussion of uh, what will happen if you guys get on each other's nerves from living with each other? Ooh, that's a good. Wait, if we what? Get like, on each other's nerves now that you're living Conflict together. Conflict resolution. Oh, 
Have I you guys been like, if I start to get on your nerves, tell me and I'll back off? Have you guys had no, that? No, well, that's, that'd be a weird discussion. Oh, well, this is It's <laughs> like right through the door. Listen, I, look, you're, you're already getting on my nerves a little bit. There's no reason to say that because you can just like, if Lisa were to walk in and I was like, hey, because that's the other thing too is we're both also very... Like, like alone time and private time. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Totally. So we know that about each other already. That's the, yeah. And so if, like, if I were to walk, like, I never, if her door is, like, cracked open and I get up, like, if she says good morning to me, but I, I would never think in a million years to walk by if her Just door is open. kick the door open. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? You want to write? I would never think to do that. <laughs> yeah, door's open, yeah. I would never think to That's why in. we're friends to be begin with. I think we respect each other's that's space. A, yeah. Well, that's I, good. That's good. Yeah. roommate yeah. etiquette, yeah. I think. Is, yeah, is I just, and we're adults. We're not, we're not little kids. And I think that, I mean, I would never, that's even if her of, door was wide, like I said, if her door was wide open and she's sitting there and I can see Wendy's her. like a vampire. You have to invite her in. I'm like, come in. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she never looks in a mirror. Yeah, that's why I don't have a mirror. I just would never think to, like, even be like, hey, what do you know? Because it's like, Everyone's a, is a fucking adult. If you're yeah. playing, I'm going in the kitchen get my thing. We don't need to constantly be in each other's spot. Yeah. Even like the space with when when you're with the cabbie. Yeah. The only reason I I didn't even want to text you. The only reason I texted you was because you said to me when I walked away, "I'll see you in 20 minutes." Correct. And I was like, "Is that a code yeah. that I should check on you in 20 minutes?" Uh, so I was like, 20 minutes. I was like, "Hey, buddy." Yeah. <laughs> and I heard some. <laughs> Switch flipped my brain, and I was like, "Nope, this is my new husband." <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, hey buddy, can you bring my wedding my dress name? over to Oh, oh yeah. Hannah, whatever yeah. that is? Yeah, Oh Hamlin. Oh Let me ask. Let me ask you this then, because uh, this, kind of, <laughs> uh, this kind of goes along with uh, the Tina Fate thing. Is that you guys are writing together all the time now? Do you find that your writing has changed now that? Uh, or just the past couple of days well, it's only been or a couple, over the phone a couple of days but the, usually the ideas we come up with together are like a lot of sketch ideas and like the thing that we've done for the first time was the duo thing on stage last night uh-huh. which you was know, great by the way th- I really thank yeah, you so good. you know we just we just Anybody basically listening, if they have another show we're gonna probably. do it again we're yeah. gonna do it again um, but uh, maybe we'll pick a different venue so we don't have the same audience because we want to try the same thing but get it smoother yeah we're gonna oh. do the same but, set uh, same show different comics oh. and take it around yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. have kind of a plan for that this one's for you Shane. yeah so we've never done a duo so we didn't know if it was gonna be funny we're like well we think our conversations are hilarious but we have no idea if other people yeah, are no gonna think it's funny so that. now we're writing it like stand up where back and forth it was like set up punch tag back and forth and then the other one would do set up, punch, tag, gotcha. back and forth. So we kind of, we try to be very organized and structured yeah. about it. And uh, we're very diligent on the, the writing. I and mean, then we were just like, well, either people are going to find this hilarious or they're going to think we're weird, right. which is normal for both right. of us too. Yes. <laughs> you know, so we're just like, all right, let's try it. Our sketches, I feel like it's, you know, there's usually more like visual stuff. So you have more stuff to work with. And I feel like the ideas we have for sketch were like, oh, this is definitely going to be funny. Yeah. But the duo thing, we were like, wow, we don't know. That was, <laughs> I meant to tell you this, guys, uh, last night was the beginning, like with you two on stage before you started going the whole, I thought that was so fucking fantastic. Oh, thanks. I, I think it spoke a lot to your acting levels because I had never really seen you guys do acting <laughs> because like looking back, I'm like, oh, that was completely scripted. But the way you guys interacted, where it almost seemed like you were just riffing, like off the cuff, that was scripted fully to the oh, fucking yeah. T. Yeah, like yes. Like see, yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Like looking back, I'm like, oh shit! Like that was all. You guys had that fucking down fucking pat. It was yeah, so okay. polished. Thanks. It was as if you had done that set a million times and before. And we were so, you know, like when you try a new joke, you tuck it in between stuff that works. Yeah. This was, was yeah. all brand new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, here we go. And none of the, they don't have familiar with our stand-up, so they're not like already fans. So they, here come two chicks. <laughs> Nobody in there fucking know. Yeah. We're new to town, and oh we're doing brand new jokes in a brand new format. We're like, so you have stressed no out. Idea what's gonna hit. Yeah. We're stressed out in a good way, but yeah. right before the show, to you guys, we're like, sit down, play a board game. We're like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, th- we're like thinking, you know, <laughs> like trying to remember. What oh yeah, no, it was like scripted out exactly, yeah. like to a T. We were rehearsing it in the kitchen and coming up with like body movements and things like that, and then <laughs> at showtime, and we're like, oh, that's funny. And then we were, oh, like every, even like what we were doing with the, 
with our hands and like the our body like what was yeah it? and the list yeah. to have the list out because we were talking about a list and we're like oh this is a list you know that's on our list of yeah. things like yeah. there's all the little things so focused on on detail also yeah. we tried to be and if we had a little more time because like I said Wendy just got here that mm. would have been so yeah. much more like even at the end even though we thought it was a successful show we were still like you know we could have done this we could have yeah, done that yeah. next time but how that's we're a sign make of it, a good writer how we're going to smooth yeah. it out you know the bumpy yeah. parts would you would you guys want so is SNL an aspiration it, would something like that I mean of course uh, yeah but what, what would be like uh, I mean like a weekend update or could sketch writing sketch I because those are two very kind of different I'm going to go in there and say whatever uh, weekend update no fuck no yourself thanks. like I'll say whatever well, <laughs> well like Tina Fey herself said like she was terrible in the sketches so she brought herself back to only do weekend update yeah, yeah. well the way I guess okay if I saw myself at Saturday Night Live, I think I would. For this is my brain seeing myself, it would be as a writer. Ideal uh-huh. situation, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you would like. And like, maybe that's where the age thing comes to play too. Generally, I think they they hire more like younger, like in their twenties. Uh, I guess you, some older people, you, but you, you but it's just the way something. I see it. I I'm like, oh, maybe they would consider me as a writer one day. You yeah, know, I would yeah. love to write on a comedy show. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I think like putting together strange shows that are unique, like last night, is some is a way to show. Case our writing skills. Yeah, let me, you know, let me ask, we want to keep. Let me doing. ask you this about the, how you produced the show or how you wrote the show last night. Was like when you're on Saturday Night Live, like sometimes you've established characters. Like this is Stefan or this is mm-hmm. you know whatever Wayne's World, Wayne's World or whatever. So you know the character right for you. Like this is their voice. I'm going to write mm-hmm. their voice. I'm going to write Stefan's voice. Mm-hmm. Since you guys are so close to each other, you're so good friends. Are you able to write if you if needed to? Could you write Wendy a brand new five minute set? Because you know Wendy's voice and vice versa. I don't know. I don't know because our styles are so different. Yeah. I don't know that I can write. But you would know like how you think about things though, right? I could hear something and go, you know, or think, maybe think of something and go, that's, that seems like Wendy, but I don't know if I could write. Like when I don't you, know. When you a wrote, good question. When you wrote the show last night, <laughs> did you answer. only write lines for yourself? Or did you write no, lines? we were writing for each other, for sure. Yeah, we wrote yeah. together and we were writing for each other. Mm. And even like the opening, like, um, like with the... But we sat and talked about it just with our notebooks in the kitchen, and we would just write yeah. back and forth. We're like, oh, that's funny. And then as we would just kind of freestyle, like, okay, we for sure need that line. And then from there... Yeah, and it was like, you need another punchline here. And the, 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 like, Yeah, and so then we, um, like with the similarities and differences, we wrote that in the kitchen back and forth. Yeah. And then from there, like, and I've got... And we had way more. We just, like, cut down Yeah, to, so we were like, okay, we, need, we want, like, one, two, three of these. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, yeah, the trick is is not being precious with it because there's going to be stuff that you have to get rid of. Like, even in, like that's one of the, the things uh, that you hear in the SNL stories of like uh, Seth Meyers is now doing the the late night uh, or what's it called? Is it late night? Late, the, yeah, yeah, the late night show, the mm-hmm. late night with Seth Meyers, where he's going to do the sketches that were never that never made it. Yeah. So like. Um, yeah. uh, like you have to be like they're like no you got to cut the whole thing or yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, other people are chopping up your stuff hmm. that's that's a tricky balance too sure sure well I mean stand up is like that when you're writing your jokes there there are always jokes that you have to let go yeah you know, if it's not working like or at least put it away for a while until you figure out another way to say it or whatever like I never throw a joke away completely Ever. Yes. that Iraqi <laughs> hooker thing's coming back yeah. <laughs> all right look oh, out yeah. New York yeah <laughs> one of the best pieces of advice I got was from Al Jackson. When I first started, uh, I was he like, said, "Keep I, drinking, yeah. <laughs> Eat a heavy meal before you go drinking. Yeah. Keep Wait, drinking. Don't that, tell my wife I'm here. <laughs> Do you like my impression of Al? By the yeah. way, is the same New York accent? Yeah. Yeah. Al doesn't sound like is that, that at all. Hugh Jackman. Hey. That's Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hey. This, is, this is my impression of Hugh Jackman doing Al Jackson. I'm huh? not good at impressions. <laughs> <laughs> know your weaknesses, everyone. But uh, but that's what Al told me. Al said, you know, don't ever throw out anything because he he talked about how he wrote a punchline that was a great punchline but the joke was terrible mm. so he just kept the punchline because he knew it would be a good punchline coin slot like, was that coin slot it, that might be it and he it. said like three years later mm. he like wrote a, a premise and he goes but a fucking punchline I gotta bring that punchline back yeah and like ever since then I'm, I've it's the same thing where it's like I love this premise I love this line but I know it's not right for me now. Mm-hmm. I gotta wait till this relationship evolves. Oh, you know when you love a joke, a thought uh, that you thought of, and you try it out, and it gets nothing, and it's yeah. like really because I thought that was great when yeah. I thought of it. And yeah. Now you just killed my confidence on it, and, and then you just gotta put it away. Maybe think of you know the other way to another way to say it. That's the word. That, I remember that was one of my early on. Uh, that was a, that was one of the first hard lessons I learned 
when I was doing uh, the the Mike and the Miami improv where it's like a full stacked show. It's like a hundred something people. And I was like, oh man, this is going to be great. <laughs> and it fell so flat to like some guy up front cleared his throat and every, like. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it. It was literally punches. like, it was like punchline and it was dead silence. And then this guy in the front, the only thing that broke the silence was this guy go, ah. <laughs> I. <laughs> and then people laughed at the guy. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I swear. You just and, gave me a flashback of Fort Lauderdale improv. Okay, I was doing a joke. Again, this is one that I thought was so funny. Yeah. Okay? And it was a little dirty. It was a little inappropriate. And uh, and it, it it completely fell flat. And this old lady in the front just goes, that's not necessary. And I agreed <laughs> with her. I was like, in my head, I was like, you're right. That yeah. was I completely killed myself esteem. That's not necessary. The joke was about uh, Essence of Emerald. Uh, yeah. The seasoning, his seasoning, the essence of like, Emerald. You like? I did a like power a, squat. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, it was the whole thing with Emerald with his catchphrase "bam." Okay, yeah. and his and what he what he always bammed on things was what he called essence, essence of Emerald. And yeah. I was like, I, I love Emerald and everything. I'm not ready to eat his essence. You know, <laughs> that was like the first line. And then I don't remember all the lines to it, but but it got to you know, Julia Childs never never did that like. Grabbed a pot roast and and did like a power squat over it and I was like Kerplowy <laughs> and I was like so I do this act out that's ridiculous right it's a like a power squat Kerplowy <laughs> in this lady's face committed as fuck yeah, yeah. gets no laughs and just gets this old lady telling me that my choices in life are all bad basically yeah, 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 yeah. unnecessary and I, was like, like, <laughs> I was like yeah you're right you should reevaluate your so entire great. existence in like three seconds oh, that's not necessary you're like oh my whole life yeah I know God, that's to me that's still a, a, like a, the idea behind that joke is still a solid idea that's so great that's not necessary <laughs> right <laughs> even now you're still like that's why so is it fucking funny why is that funny to anyone else come on could oh, you people. rewrite that joke now to make it? Oh, maybe I, I doubt it because Emerald isn't a thing anymore. I mean, people know who Emerald is, but he He's went not. like when I wrote the joke. He had like three shows on the yeah. Food Network and was like a big deal. I guess now so, you have to make it about Guy Fieri or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, exactly. I, I would By definitely. Way, can we all stop comparing Guy Fieri to <laughs> fucking Smash Mouth. That joke has been yeah. fucking beat to the ground. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Jesus. I don't know Christ. who either of those people are. I don't have a television. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Marla. She's, <laughs> Food she's networks. Better uh, than us. You know, I don't know. I would uh, recycle the ideas, so it's still so funny to me. Yeah. I've definitely recycled older stuff where I brought back and put it in a new joke or whatever. Have but you ever done improv? Said, I took some improv class. <laughs> oh, I can do that one. Oh, Rice, we, we did it together. We yeah. did one together. Oh, dude. I vibes. <laughs> Who's Todd? Todd Rice. Uh, they improv. I thought he was a good improv teacher. Um, no, he, he he taught the basics. It was you know he's a pretty yeah. good teacher. He's decent, but I think improv in general gives me anxiety because you have to rely on on all these other people. And plus, these were classes, so these are really beginners. You know, and probably a lot of people who should never do it. Yeah. You know, I'm being really nice here. And, uh, you know, so now you're trying to make a scene with just like, oh, I'm happy to be on stage. You know, that person. People do improv classes like Marla Singer goes to therapy session, those support groups. Where it's just like, they're like, it's cheaper than a, you know, like when you go, have you ever been, if you ever, because I did improv for a long time and I would, uh, um, when they would do, we were trying to get people to come in to to the shows, we Mm -hmm. would offer like free jams beforehand to like just people come in and try it with with, with a bunch of the cast I'm sorry, did you say I've taken, I think, maybe an improv class once to do the free jams? Yeah, we used to just invite people before. Not music, the... you mean jams and jellies? <laughs> no, jams no, like, like a, uh, improv like jam. class. Like a <laughs> no, I yeah. really thought jams and jellies. Yeah, that's why I was confused. And then, like I was like, Wait a minute. And, then I, and then I was like, wait a minute, free jams. And then I, that's what I was going to ask. Please tell me that's an improv jam. I'm going to improv jam. Oh my god! Yeah, is it like Mike Racine selling sauce all the time? Yeah, it's totally yeah. like with no, but a jam in the sense that like anybody who comes in can jump in and do like scenes and stuff. So it's literally like strangers. Open mic. It's essentially it. open mic improv. Oh, okay. um, that sounds awful. Yeah, Ooh. it was, and it was like it was pretty rough. Yeah. And uh, so then we and but we it was we, we called it open open house improv, and then so it would just be like. We would come in and we would try and teach them some stuff at the beginning and then it would be like, uh, join in. And the, 
it's it's literally a group of like people who were really like liked our show or liked his line and, and they wanted to come and try it out or whatever and then there would just be these like crazy people where you're like how did you even find yeah. out about it yeah, yeah. like who and they would a lot of midlife and, crises yes a, t- a lot of that okay with stand up though yeah for sure no for it's sure. the same it's just like the flexing a different uh, muscle but it, you know it's such a it's teamwork so exactly. when your team is like a bunch of weirdos that are weak and they're not really you know yeah. they're just doing it because they're ha- only because they're having a midlife crisis it makes it hard to make a good and, scene Improving, improvising, I should say. Uh, we do when we do stand up when stuff happens in the room, so we are constantly doing it. Yeah. Well, you should always be reacting to, to yeah. the vibe of, of yeah, yeah. the crowd. If you're, if you're, like, there's nothing worse than when I, I, you see someone yelling at the crowd for not getting, like, like the bit. They're just like muscling through a bit, just kind of forcing it down. This audience is just like, please stop whatever you're doing. Yeah, and then yeah. you see them just muscling it through, where you would not normally complete the joke if it was yeah. that bad. Bail out at some point. Yeah, like, but like Will, Will and I, like at the graduation yes. show that we had with Todd's class, like yeah. we got lots of laughs because we have those stand-up instincts. It's yeah. almost like we've learned improvising on the streets versus book you know, learning versus, versus book street learning. smarts. Yeah, it's it almost like, like that. We at least had the instincts to go. This is what the thing I just thought of is probably going to get a laugh. So yeah, we, right. so you and I got a lot of laughs. Yeah, and uh, well, that, I, I that, hated that show because like people like because like we both do. Well, but then like I think it was like Renee came up and she was like, "You're better at improv than you are stand up. You should focus on that." And I was like, "I'm gonna do stand up wow. and nothing else from now on." Yeah. But, but the worst is when you like when you do something like what I did when I was trying to redeem reclaim my dignity, where I was like, "I'm gonna erase everything you're saying because my dick is not have a axe in the hole." But like when someone <laughs> would come in, um, <laughs> when someone when you'd like establish someone, someone would come in and be like, "I'm a dragon" or whatever the fuck it be and then just kind of completely derail everything mm. secretly I would love that because I loved I, la- I laugh when shit goes wrong mm-hmm. so like like on SNL when like the break like when people break like that was like you would read about it later on that the people would break on purpose where, where like uh, where something was just fucking awful mm-hmm. they would kind of like rescue it by breaking mm-hmm. uh, what's what I love about like Tina Fey with, uh, with Jimmy Fallon was that Tina Fey was very like these are the jokes we're doing like for Weekend Update whereas Jimmy Fallon was just like a kid. I'm having fun. Hey. Yeah. Well, that's why he's so likable, too. He's yeah. just, like, he's having fun and hanging he's... out. He's super-duper likable. Yeah. But, like, the not-breaking thing, yeah. with the one of the bits that we... The pre-recorded commercial that we had, we we still find so funny, even though we listened to it however many times yeah. it made it. so funny. We, yeah. we had to... Really, both of us tried very hard not to laugh as that was going on. That we had to like shut off parts of our brain. And that's what he's just showing. <laughs> trying to make it look like we were in a convert, like without being too distracting. But also for me to be like, I was like, look at this text message from this cab driver. Yeah. So I'm showing her like, look, he keeps like he texted me. Look at what he wrote. We had to not listen to what <laughs> was and happening. I had to like room. do that, and she. And at that point, I wasn't even. But I was just like showing her something on my yeah. phone just to be like, okay, cool, and then like be serious and like oh, whatever. And then I had to like not even listen. On stage. Yeah. Oh god. We had to block it out. So it's so still so funny to yeah. us. Botnik's. Light bulbs. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. We knew, and I could hear you guys laughing, but it was like we had to not. <laughs> that was before we went on stage almost every time. Once yeah. we got our first thing done and we were like, holy shit, we pulled that off. Yeah. And then it was, <laughs> but we go back and like, oh, this is next. Oh, God, this is so good. So okay, 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 okay. Focus, 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 focus. And I go up and like yeah. be into it and like try to just like hit the jokes and then bring up the next comic. There was so much to do because it's like, okay, which mic are you going to grab? Okay, our mic's here. Who's going up first? Like, there's like a lot of stuff to do. It was really fun. It was yeah, a great, con- yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a great concept for for a show and have it running through the whole thing. It was really, really solid concept. Thanks. Um, do you have um, like sketch ideas? Like, oh, that you, so many. But that are just straight. Oh, to... we got so many yeah. ideas cooking. I got so this. many. There's a list right there. We definitely want to do a sketch show that we're just going to start churning out sketches yeah. for. Oh, that's one of our fantastic. little, little plans crazy. to do. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, obviously we love stand up, but we're going to do that too. So, yeah. mm-hmm. we got to be diverse. It's just another way to showcase gonna, your writing yeah. skills. Just do so. everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, um, where we got to we got to wrap this up, but where? Yeah, because we got to we got yeah, yeah, yeah. to go to. I got to take a shower mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
So uh, we'll leave it. So Marla Singer and I feel I feel Marla Singer and uh, Tina Fey are like polar opposites in a certain. I think they have a lot of similarities though. I think they would be. If we could take a picture, I'm just like realizing how we're sitting on the couch. I started on the couch (laughs) and I can't sit on a piece of furniture, so I'm crouched in the corner. Like a hubbo and Lisa sitting with their legs crossed like a lady. Like a lady. <laughs> you guys are kind of like uh, a couple. I'm telling you, Tina Fey, <laughs> Marla Singer, they'd be roommates. Yeah. They'd, they'd be, be great roommates and writing, writing sketches. But I think they have similarities in that they both know what they want. Oh. And they're both... Ooh. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, nobody yeah. can tell them otherwise. Like, mm-hmm. Tina Fey is going to get her thing. And Marla Singh is going to live her life the way they, the way right. they both want. Good way to wrap it up. I think that was a solid, yeah. solid wrap I think they're both powerful women. That's yeah, they're both action takers. Like, yes. They're both like, this is what I want, and they just put it into action and get up every day and get shit done. Yeah, I do. Oh, man. Well, that was, that was solid, such a good way to wrap, wrap up. up Will. Let's pull the axe I'm... out of Mike's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, get the axe out of your, uh, your reefer. My pee hole. And then... Yeah. Uh, I like how that conversation started off with Mike's got a huge dick, and then you're like, "Can we still talk about my dick now?" It's not a, it's not an ax. Yeah, please stop. Talk- <laughs> I, I, how do I not? How do I get you guys to stop talking about my dick? Oh, the- you can't right show it. Show, show it. it. I'm just kidding. I would make me sad. <laughs> I'm bad. I haven't had sex in a long enough time that like it makes me want to throw up. I thought of having sex makes me want to vomit, but I will make out with the cabbie. And he just texted me. Can I um, leave it on this? So yes. Yeah. So I've been texting him back and forth every day. Like he's like, go. Call me, do you want to hang out? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like writing, I'm working, I get a show, which is true. It's all 100% true. So last night he sent me a text, thanks, yeah, you two, be safe. And then today at noon he wrote, good, more, good, period, morning, how are you still writing? But like, no question marks. It says, how are you still writing? Maybe he was how like, are you still how writing? are you still writing, Wendy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was at noon. I didn't respond because we've been doing shit all day. And then he texted me and said, one last quote for the author writer. Now you're, Y-O-U-R, acting like a true little baby. <laughs> so this either means... What? Yeah. What? One oh, last quote for the author writer. Right right now you're acting like a him. true little baby. Ooh. Ooh. So what I'm gonna do, and this is my move. It's getting dangerous. This is what I'm, my move is. I'm going to pick a family member to mm-hmm. pretend has just died, mm-hmm. and oh. I'm gonna wait till tomorrow and be like, uh, "Sorry, I just found out." Blah blah. blah fill in the blank. Uh, died, and now I have to book a flight back to LA. But Wendy, what if he listens to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, so Cabby, if you're listening, uh, Paul could stop Ah, man, my us. life is so exciting. Yeah. In all fairness, <laughs> which family member am I going to You got off the kill? plane and you kicked a bee's nest the first day. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> all right, well, so let's, ra- let's wrap this up before Wendy gets murdered by a Cabby. Um, it's fine. Well, in all fairness, you could use the sex. Like, he's like, I could really use the sex. You could use the sex, too. What if it's uh, fantastic? What if he's a really generous? Lover? I honestly, though, if I had the time, I would. But I'm, I'm honestly, God, so busy. Like, so this is a real thing that already. Even if he wasn't a psychopath, the fact that he's blowing up my phone like this is already like wrong. That's yeah. already no. This is too much. I'm not. You're needy. Text me at noon and then text me five and a half hours later and be like, "What the fuck? Why aren't you getting back to me?" It's like I am busy as shit. Yeah. Too needy. We're not married. Fair yeah. enough. He's worse than John Favreau and Swingers. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great scene, though. Uh, all right, so uh, Lisa Correo, you're on Twitter at Lisa Correo, C O R R A O. And Wendy Starling, you are at Wendy Starling, W E N D I S T A R L I N G. And if you didn't notice, she paused on the I to go listen, people. Listen. <laughs> it is spelled with an I, damn it. Why, you dumb idiots. But in all, in all, uh, in all fairness, it's on, we're going to have it linked on the description, so if you guys want to check it out. Mike Mercadal, at Mike Mercadal, at William A. Watkins on Twitter. And uh, just remember to go out and be heroic. Woo! All right. Woo!